Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 534. And Guns N' Roses with Baxton Nagel and Rock 102. Well, there's two different forecasts. If, you, if, if you're a, a Chiefs fan, it's bright and sunny. And, uh, man, it's going to be a magical day. But if you're, a, if you're an Eagles fan, it's going to be the most depressing day ever. Especially if you were arrested last night for setting things on fire. Well, uh... I, I was in Huntington. I uh, I flipped over a, a hay wagon. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I flipped over some soup. Yeah. What into a, my bowl. What a great game, though. Hell of a game, and we'll talk about uh, more about it with uh, Scott Cohen and probably uh, okay. elsewhere too. Yeah. We'll we'll be talking about it all morning long. Yes, we will. So that's uh, that's something to look forward to. It's uh, five thirty six with Bax and Nagel on Rock One Hundred Two. Is I-91 icy? Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 550 and the cars with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It is uh, going to be uh, sunny today with a high of 49. Tomorrow, more of the same. It's 33 right now in downtown Springfield. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aquapump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well to the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Oh, Rihanna's Super Bowl halftime show was pretty subdued, and her whole body was covered. She did hear, uh, appear to have a little extra padding around her stomach, uh, and, and, and her people revealed that after the game that she's pregnant again. I knew it! I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. I told her we should be using condoms, and she said no. Yeah, I don't think she. I, I don't think she slipped with you. Uh, but it was. Uh, it was open. It, she had that baggy, like, red outfit that she wore from uh, neck to toe. Mm-hmm. By the way, let me just give props to a pregnant woman who can get up on a platform in the middle of a stadium, <laughs> be hoisted up above everybody. Yeah, I. I wouldn't have. Uh... I wouldn't have uh, fared very well, even without a pregnancy. One, uh, I think I would have snapped the cables. Right. Yeah. Two, I'm not big on heights. Yeah, you know what? I'm like watching the whole thing, and I'm like, I just, I feel uncomfortable watching her up on that thing. I feel like I'm going to fall. There are obstetricians all over the country. Uh-huh. Saw the baby bump and said, I wouldn't recommend this. Uh, I was I was reading a complaint this morning on Facebook that uh, somebody thought the show was too risque and not family friendly. There was uh, there was one point, I believe she she did crotch grab. Yeah, but then she started off with uh, "bitch better have my money." Well, if I'm not mistaken, she performed this for free. I, I don't think she started off with that one. I think she ended with that. Really? Yeah. I, don't, I don't know which one. Anyway, uh, the the outfit was open uh, in the front, and she wore a skin-tight top underneath, and you could definitely see the little paunch in the abdominal area there, right? Mm-hmm. Some people thought it was because she just had a baby with that ASAP Rocky guy and hasn't quite lost the baby weight, but it turns out it's because there's another one in there. Her rep confirmed that last night. Mm. That, uh, that makes Rihanna the first pregnant woman to do a halftime show. Is that true? I guess so. Ha- well, knowingly. Okay. Because, I mean, I'm not 100% sure that uh, the late 
Broadway uh, sensation Carol Channing uh, wasn't pregnant in 1968. Yeah. The Super Bowl halftime show. You you think so? You got to imagine that there's one of those dancers along the way who, uh, you know, slept with the equipment guy on one of the teams through any of those Super Bowls. I'm sure there have been pregnant people at the Super Bowl in the past. Uh, the, obviously, that was the performance was subdued because of her condition. She did do a little dancing and had a bunch of backup dancers who were also completely covered during most of the performance. She did uh, start and end on a platform that took her pretty high over the field. Those dancers were on other platforms, too, which gave the set the Super Smash Brothers vibe. That's what they were going for. Is that what that was? Yeah. Uh, and her medley had 13 songs. She jammed an awful lot into uh, into that uh, performance. I will say though, kind of surprised there was no like guest performers. Yeah, like it was just her and a bunch of people running around in hazmat suits. Um, I guess so. I don't know. I thought. Listen, I, I'm not a dancer. I'm not a guy who can like do any of that stuff. Yeah. Uh, I find all of that very impressive, especially when you have learned <laughs> a routine. Um. That you have to that you have to do within 15 minutes. You know, before my life-threatening bunion surgery mm-hmm. several years ago, I would cut serious rug, and uh, oh, I could dance. Could I dance? And uh, you know, whether you're on a moving stage held together by you, you know cables or on the ground where things are probably safer until you know the moving stage collapses on top of you, um, you give it your all. Super Bowl or not, you know, you give it everything you got, and I have to say, the dancers were terrific. You don't think she uh, she gave it everything she got? But the uh, well, she did. I mean, but you know how a pregnant woman can be. Yeah, yeah I guess you're right. I'm surprised she didn't you know break down in tears halfway through. Yeah, stop it! Get Why me, are you? Get me off the gigantic yeah. chiclet! Uh, do you, I like this is all Super Bowl stuff. I don't even think they have entertainment news here this morning. I, I, that's okay. Do you? Oh no, no, no. We do have uh, entertainment news. We're gonna be talking about the Super Bowl all morning long. There's nothing really else to talk about as far as celebrities go. No, no, no. We're all watching the Super Bowl. They show. They showed Paul McCartney at the uh, Super Bowl. Did you see him? I did see him. And they showed uh, who was the other guy. Uh, 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 Bradley Cooper was eating nachos. Yeah, yeah. What I would be eating? Those uh, those commercials. Ugh, they really weren't that great. I didn't have. I didn't really enjoy a lot of them. It was a lot of money spent for a whole lot of nothing. That that whole with Sil- a couple of exceptions, like Sylvester Stallone on his own face. Yeah, that on was the not mountain. The... That was weird, and then. Uh, but well, Ben Affleck in the Duncan uh, window, I kind of liked. That was actually one of the only funny ones yeah. that I that I really saw. This you know why it's funny? Why? Because it's totally believable. I can totally believe that in his off hours, Ben Affleck would get a job at a Duncan. Probably. I totally see it. Well, like J-Lo said, is this what you do when you say you're going to work? Well, unless Matt Damon's got something for him to do. I guess so. Um... Let's see. Uh, did Megan Fox and Machine Kelly break up? Oh, God, please say it isn't so. This would be devastating. They have appeared to have broken up, and uh, some people think it's because uh, MGK cheated with his female guitarist. If you remember, Megan's engagement room was designed to hurt if she takes it off. 
Wow. That's, uh... You're marrying a guy that gave you a ring that's supposed to hurt when it takes off because it could, uh, pierce your skin. Wasn't that a red flag when she she got that ring the first time? Yeah, I would think that would be a a red flag uh, and a red finger, too. And uh, Kim Kardashian was uh, was at a Super Bowl party at her own house. Last really? Night. She was stuffing her face with all kinds of Super Bowl snacks. She must have had something to say. Oh, my God. The last time I stuffed my face this much was when uh, Ray J got a Muppet neck squabble job in that sex tape you can purchase <laughs> on YouPorn for $39.95. I don't even know what that the hell that is. Well, Muppet neck is when you're using... Uh, uh, two different, you know, this yeah, yeah. And, and this. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, now that. I see. Yeah, yeah. Now so I see. I can't yes. say that. Right, but you can you can mime it. Right, uh, Caitlin. Whatever, got that down and dirty with your mother, Chris Kim. But I once uh, took a trip to the Velcro Triangle. <laughs> yeah, a little fap fap on the clap flap. Uh huh. What are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is, uh, by the time I was done with that balloon knot, it looked like a bucket of smashed crabs. <laughs> Who wants to go to an Arthur Treacher's with me today? Nah, I'm all set. And that's your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. <laughs> no need. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Winter Storm Headquarters. Before and after the storm. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? As many of you know, there are gracious winners, sore losers, and then you have the fans of the Philadelphia Eagles. You might recall that last week I predicted that win or lose, Eagles fans would act like a bunch of jerks no matter what the outcome of the Super Bowl might be. And although they lost to the Kansas City Chiefs following a stunning Patrick Mahomes fourth quarter comeback, Eagles fans did not disappoint. Yes, there were fans in the streets of Philadelphia climbing up grease street poles and setting things on fire. That's the sort of thing you might expect them to do. After all, Philadelphia sports fans are known to be some of the worst people in the world. But let's step back a few hours before they lost 38-35 to the Chiefs in Super Bowl 57. These were the same fans that booed Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott during the pregame ceremonies after he had just won the Walter Payton Award. For humanitarianism. You know, that's when you do good things for people in need and they give you an award for it. Also before the game, Eagles fans were also responsible for vandalizing a Comcast fiber optic cable earlier in the afternoon, leaving some sections of the city without cable or internet service just a few short hours before kickoff. Thankfully, service was restored, but not before hundreds and hundreds of Eagles fans were bombarding the cable company with angry complaint calls for the damage that they were responsible for. Hours later, they'd be on the streets of the city yelling to, and I quote, F the Chiefs. Folks, whatever happened to that whole thing about Philadelphia being the city of brotherly love? Unless you hate your brother because he happens to be the starting tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs who just won the Super Bowl, I don't particularly find this sort of behavior to be very brotherly at all. In fact, it's everything but. But since these people have a reputation to keep, I find it somewhat comforting to know that they more than lived up to their terrible reputation. But hey, in of my yappin' sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. When does grilling season end? Maybe after football season. No, grilling season is a year-round sport, and Rocky's is your grilling destination. Weber, Traeger, Big Green Egg, the Uni Pizza Oven, plus all the grilling gear all year long at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102.
Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 611 and Rush with Baxter Nagel on Rock 102. Going to be uh, sunny and nice today with a high of 49. More of the same for tomorrow. It is 31 right now in downtown Springfield. <sighs> yeah, we talked about this last week, and I really believe it's true, uh-huh. that uh, the day after the Super Bowl <clears throat> should really be a day off for everybody. It should. I don't know why it's not. I mean, it's like a national holiday the day after. Yeah. Yeah, you know, no one's going to work on Super Bowl Sunday except if you're like making pizzas or, you know, furnace repair or what have you. Yeah. But uh, the rest of us go to work the following day. And I don't know how about you, but I'm ass dragging in a big, big way today. Uh, Yeah, I am too because I was going to go to bed. Yeah. And then the score got tied and I'm like, well, I can't go to bed now. Like you can't, you just can't let that go away. Yeah. And uh, so I, I stayed up and watched the whole thing, and then I was, I was hoping for the, See, e- I was hoping the Eagles would pull through, but they didn't. Here's the thing: I didn't make it to the the uh, the final quarter. I didn't make it. I fell asleep, and my wife was up, and she said, "Hey, the uh, the Chiefs just won." And then I woke up, saw the score, mm-hmm. went right back to bed. But I am very happy because I am one. Hundred dollars richer. Yeah, that's you great. won the square contest, the first quarter. Really? Yeah, I won the first quarter. I almost won the second quarter, and then you know that was the end of that. But uh, yeah, I almost won. You, who wound up winning the whole thing? It's not a whole thing thing. No, though. but the the fourth quarter, the final score. Uh, I don't even remember. But it wasn't me. Yeah, I get I yeah. get the uh, the paper upstairs. I it, <laughs> I know it wasn't me because I got. I got to sign terrible numbers. I'm so glad I oh, o- only chipped in five bucks. I had like I I had five squares. So I I I only had five dollars on me. So I I gave yeah. I gave Katie the five dollars and she's she's and I and I, that's that's one. Yeah. And the numbers I got were like two and five. I'm like, I'm, that's awful. Those who's are this, awful numbers. Who's this Katie? We don't work with anybody named Katie. We don't we don't have an office pool going here. I didn't say from this office. Oh, it's another office. Another a different yeah. office. Uh, yeah. So I, I was like, all right, I got a hundred dollars in that first quarter. Not only that, uh, my girlfriend and I went over to MGM on on Saturday. Yeah. Placed our bets for the Super Bowl. And, uh, thankfully, by her suggestion, you could bet on who was going to be the first person to score the uh, the first touchdown. Yes. And she said. Jalen Hurts. And I said, all right. So we put Jalen Hurts. $37.50 was the payout. I'll be damned. How about that? That lady's, $5 bet. That lady's lucky. Mm-hmm. Well, well, in, in, in that, put in in that, that area, aspect. Sure. In that aspect. Yeah. <laughs> She's got a lot of bad luck in other ways. Uh, but we but we went over to MGM and uh, we, we checked out the sport the sports book. Did thing. you go right up to the uh, the kiosk? Yeah, it's actually it's 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 in the corner of the building where um where, where like State and Main would be. Like that okay, corner, yeah. that corner of the buildings. And it it's it's got the whole wall up there with all the different uh, TVs going and all that stuff. I think that they said they were going to put just the game on all the TVs yesterday. Yeah, there you go. But uh but yeah, they have kiosks and they have a window. There's like there's like a five window thing, and then there's the kiosk that you can go put your money into, and it, it, there's so many different ways you can bet <laughs> on different things, and it's 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 a little overwhelming 
uh, to the uh, to the beginner, but once you kind of start figuring it out, I was asking questions. The Hawkman gave me um, gave me tips on how to on how to bet. Really? Yeah. It's just explaining like glossary terms and yeah, things. Because like because the uh, the Hawkman is what has been all over me to make a bet, and I've said, dude, I'm not. I'm not making a bet. Oh, I'm, I not, I'm not I, a gambling dude. I think I owe him twenty five dollars. Yeah, see, that's uh, yeah. that's not what I'm going to do. So, uh, so <laughs> USA Today uh, has got uh, a bunch of the biggest bets. Yeah, that were uh, that, that were that were placed. Uh, one guy at Caesars. Uh, no, it was a New York better at uh, at Caesars Sports. Was the, yeah. I think there's a Caesars uh, uh, betting app. Bet one point two million, uh, and uh, I think he may have won. Really? Yeah, one point two million. That was the uh, the biggest bet that had been placed on the Super Bowl. Now, if I had one point two million dollars, yeah, at my disposal, burning a hole in my pocket, I don't think I would dump it all on one bet on the Super Bowl. And maybe I put like a like a hundred bucks down, but one point two million. That's a lot of money. You gotta have to have a lot of extra millions in order to bet that uh, that thick. Well, that's the thing. If you have that inventory of money, yes. But <laughs> as you know, some problem yeah. gamblers uh, don't. Right. Uh, yeah, you gotta bet with your head, not over it. So, I yeah, that's a good, that's a good line. Yeah, it was a very good line. Well, uh, we'll talk to Cohen a little bit about uh, about the game. I thought it was a really good game. Yeah. I mean, just a lot of. It was just a, just a very, very exciting, very offensive, heavy uh, type of type of contest, and you know uh, it could have gone either way, and I would have been satisfied with the outcome. I thought Philadelphia played a great, great game. It just yeah. you know Mahomes on a hobbled leg, kid's unbelievable. Well, like I guess I could have I could have cared less about the two teams that were that were playing, but I do like watching a game that has action to it. You know, when, when it's like a blowout, when it's like. You know, forty-two to ten. Yeah, that's not really a game. Yeah, I like a game when you wake up uh, from uh, from passing out and you say, "I can't believe I missed it. It sounded so close." That was my experience last night. It's like I wish I oh, could have yeah. been up a little bit longer to have seen more. Yeah, I just I just didn't have the energy to do it. You so look, you look like you're all out of sorts this morning. You, 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 you know, you what, just the, kinda, the, yes, the whole the whole morning has been completely transformed into this uh, sloppy mess. I left the house this morning, came into work, getting in. I'm in the parking lot right here at the radio station, reach into my pocket of my yeah. coat, and I realize, oh crap, I've got my wife's car keys on me. Yeah, because we went out. We went out to to breakfast on Saturday. We drove her car, and I had her keys in my pocket, and just forgot to take them out. So, I'm in the parking lot. I'm thinking, well, she's got to work today, so I drove back home. You know, all the way to Hamden. Now, granted, it's it's not a long distance, but it's an extra twelve minutes. Uh-oh. Okay, so it's a twelve minute drive, which yeah. means for me to go back home and here, twenty four minutes. It's twenty four minutes. Yeah. I've already made a twelve minute drive to get here. Oh, so that's thirty six minutes. It's thirty. It's thirty six minutes. So I, I, I bring the uh, the car keys back home, and then I uh, I shoot back to the radio station. I write two unbelievably brilliant uh, view from the couch segments today, like I normally do. Yeah. This one was really very much over the top. And then, uh, and, and you know, it's like 
I, I'm I'm so rushed that I haven't been able to take a breath to, who's, to calm down. Who's rushing you? I'm not rushing you. Nobody's no, you're not rushing me. It's me. Father it's, time it's, is rushing you. Yes. Is that what it is? It, it just it just yeah. feels like I had to zip through everything, and then uh, and then that's it. So I'm a All little right. discombobulated. Listen, listen, Bax, relax. Super Bowl is over. You can kick back, put your feet up on the board there. Uh, yeah. We'll get you an app for your phone to run all the equipment over there. You don't even have to. You don't even have to walk away. Take a deep breath. Yeah, I know. Relax. Okay, relax. No, I'll we're, get there. I'll yeah, get there. Just, there. I figure I'll probably calm down like around nine fifty-seven. Oh, okay. All right, that'll be a good. Yeah, time. that'll be good. I'll hey, e- look, I'll ease into everything. Hey, listen, man. I'm already calm. <laughs> I've been calm because it didn't like you know. To me, it, you know. I, it's 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 just like any other day. So you you vape your way home to the office today? Well, no, exactly. Uh, no, edible my way to the office. Uh, but no, like in the amount of time that it took you to do all that stuff, yeah, I st- it that's still shorter than my commute. <laughs> that- no, I get it, but I I get it, like my morning is a very regimented. You know, part of my day. It's really the only regimented part of my day. And now you're all thrown off. I'm totally discombobulated. Uh, totally. I so I don't like a uh, bad Monday morning backseat. <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> this is not comfortable. It feels I'm, like you know. I don't mean to keep you on edge, Steve. It's oh, not. I, it's I, not my. It's, it's not my intention. No, I, I just uh, I feel like the uh, the conversation is like uh, you know when my dad used to wake up uh, after a night of a you know one hell of a bender and uh, it's like you don't know what to say then. <laughs> You know, do we address what really happened, or do we uh, we just keep move on like? No, no. Listen, I, I told you exactly what happened. It just mm-hmm. you know, it just it 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 knocks the flow of my morning out, and uh, you know, tomorrow's another day. Yes, but we've been here uh, now for quite some time, so you can you can settle in. Yeah, no, I intend to. Yeah, until nine fifty eight. Come on, we're out of here. It's six twenty one with Bax and Nagel and Rock one hundred two. As of March 2022, Hyundai has won more toys. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 627 and Van Halen with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be uh, sunny and nice today with a high of 49. Uh, same for tomorrow. It's 31 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, Scott Cohen will be joining us after 7 o'clock. I'm pretty sure we're going to talk about the Super Bowl. Maybe there's other things to talk about, but I'm going to say we're going to go pretty Super Bowl heavy on that one. The, the superb owl. That's how you get around saying Super Bowl when you're doing like a like a promotion thing, a superb owl. Yeah, you could almost get away with that, couldn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't even think of that. Yeah. Why so when we... you're having your superb owl party, ooh, you know what? Next year, let's who let's who is coming? Who? <laughs> <laughs> Next year, that? let's remember that. We we should. Yeah, superb owl. <laughs> I like that. All right, hey, you want to laugh? I do. All right. <laughs> It's Bax and Nagel's Joke of the Day. Tell me. Tell me what's funny. On Rock 102. Laugh it up, fuzzball. Springfield's Classic Rock. Hey, Bax. Yes, Steve. What do you call a Philadelphia Eagle with a Super Bowl ring? I don't know. What do you call a Super Bowl Eagle with a Super Bowl ring? A Philadelphia Eagle with a Super Bowl ring. Right, right. A a thief. Ah, you see? Because they didn't win one. and Nagel in the morning on Rock 102. 631 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Rent the all-electronic 
Electric Ionic 5 for 28 days and includes insurance. Try it before you buy it. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Banks. A portion of the Mass Pike in Chicopee was closed for hours overnight due to a crash. The accident happened at the 52-mile marker of the Mass Pike around 10.30 p.m. When the 22 News crew got there, they could see multiple state troopers and a car with extensive damage. It was crazy. It was like an accident. Eastbound traffic. Well, yeah, usually when a car's all mashed up in this uh, yeah. police vehicles, it's usually a pretty good indicator it's an accident. They had one of those tow truck things with one of those bed things on it. Mm-hmm. They had one of those like, things where you tow the car and drag it behind. It was one of those things where you pull it up onto it because you can't drive it when they're on the wheels like that. It's crazy. Working for you. Yes, they are. Uh, eastbound traffic uh, was being detoured off the pike at exit 51, but the highway has since reopened. There's no official word from the uh, state police on injuries at this time, but right after the Super Bowl. Uh, don't, don't make you judge. It's too early to tell. Uh, drugs, guns, and ammunition was seized from two homes in Berkshire County on Friday, according to a news release uh, sent to 22 from the Berkshire DA's office, because why would 22 send somebody out there? That's too far. It's way too far. Uh, that's I mean, a, you need to get like hotel accommodations. Yeah. You got to get uh, like or a tent. Yeah. We're going to need to contact our Albany affiliate and have them come out there. <laughs> There's not a lot of news going on in Albany today. I'm sure they've got nothing but free time in their hands. Uh, but this was a big one. One was located at 11 Quaker Street in Adams and 74 Linden Street in Pittsfield. The uh, case was part of a countywide drug distribution operation, and as a result of the investigation, three people were arrested. And two illegally possessed firearms were seized. One of the firearms was a customized, fully automatic handgun with a high-capacity magazine. The investigators also seized 5,150 bags of heroin, 67.5 grams of crack cocaine, $3,993 in cash, 36 rounds of ammunition, and two brand-new AR-15 firearms. Congratulations, Kristen Vasquez and Trevin Thompson of Pittsfield. Come on down. You're the next contestants on The Price is Right. Estimated retail value of completely defending yourself in court? Oh, more than you can afford. <sighs> Brought to you by Geritol. <laughs> now let's play Plinko. Uh, D.A. Chagru. That's the DA's name. Shagru. Shagru. Uh, Shagru to six feet tall. Shagru. <laughs> I made a pledge during my campaign that I would hold those uh, bringing illegal firearms and drugs to our cities and towns accountable. But words mean nothing without actions. By fostering strong, positive relationships with the state police detective unit, we can make this work here in the Berkshires. Well, am I crazy right. or is that a lot of drugs and guns? That's a lot of drugs and guns. Uh, let's see. Uh, but you I, know, you got to be able to protect yourself when you're selling the when you're selling the junk in the streets. Well, you should be able to protect yourself while you're selling your junk in the streets. It's just a part of doing business. Uh, yesterday afternoon, crews responded to a six-unit building fire in West Springfield, according to Lieutenant Anthony Spear. Crews received the call at 2 p.m. about the fire at 320 Park Street. Uh, officials confirmed there was significant damage to the six-unit building. Crews were on the scene, checking the extension of that damage, uh, there is the road was closed between Park Avenue and River Street. But uh, that was a that's a big one. That was a big house. That's the thing. Like I I to live in those multi-unit homes. Yeah, those old old ones, the ones from like you know that they're from like the early either the early part of the 1900s or maybe even the 1800s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Well, the the problem you have with a lot of these multi-unit houses is is you don't know who are living in the other in the other apartments and what they're doing in there. Yeah, you know, I mean, I've lived in apartment uh, situations where there were like multiple tenants. Yeah, and you don't know what kind of crazy crap they're doing. Unattended uh, smoking materials, un- unattended stuff in the. Uh, yeah, you know, on the stove, yeah. uh, cook uh, cooking of meth, explosives, rubbing two sticks together, accelerants. Maybe you're uh, hiding two bank robbers in your house. You could be doing that too. And then uh, you know when the police show up and they're like, "Yeah, if uh, if uh, if they were here, would I uh, turn the gas on the stove? And if they were here, would I light this match and then throw it inside? Right. Yeah. See. Yeah. Say, yeah. Yeah. Say. yeah, yeah. <laughs> a uh, U.S. fighter. You gotta ge- hide me, Boggs. You gotta hide me. <laughs> you gotta hide. Yeah, yeah. A uh, U.S. fighter jet shot down an unidentified object over Lake Huron on Sunday on orders from President Biden. It was the fourth such downing in eight days, and the latest military strike in an extraordinary chain of events over U.S. airspace that Pentagon officials believe has no peacetime precedent. Part of the reason for the repeated shootdowns is a heightened alert following a spy balloon from China that emerged over the U.S. airspace in late January. General Glenn Van Herc, uh, head of NORAD and U.S. Northern Command, said in a briefing with reporters, since then, fighter jets last week also shot down objects over Canada and Alaska. Pentagon officials said they posed no security threats, but so little was known about them that the Pentagon officials were ruling nothing out. Not even UFOs. Hmm. <sighs> Have you seen the uh, the video? It's kind of going viral. It's like all these people on the the streets of uh, China panicking because they yeah. see something in the sky. And what is it? We sent over a Budweiser blimp. A Budweiser. I did see a that Budweiser better. balloon. Yes, yes. Like oh, oh my God, what's that? It's gonna kill us all. Uh, anyway, uh, we have been more closely scrutinizing our airspace at these altitudes, including enhancing our radar, which may at least partly explain the increase said Melissa Dalton, Assistant Defense Secretary for Homeland Defense. U.S. authorities have made clear that they constantly monitor for unknown radar blips, and it is not unusual to shut down airspace as a precaution to evaluate them. But the unusually assertive response was raising question about whether such use of force was warranted, particularly as administration officials said the objects were not of great national security concern and the downings were just out of caution. You know, not to cause panic. Yeah. But this seems to be a very aggressive balloon technology approach to warfare. Yeah. Like they are like, uh, they're not just setting up one balloon. They're setting up like a whole bunch of balloons. Do you have any idea how many, how expensive that must be to buy that many balloons? Like how many times have you walked outside of a, like a Sesame Street live event at the Mass Mutual Center? Yeah. Your kids want a balloon. Well, each one of those balloons is five or six bucks. These are balloons the size of a Subaru. Can you imagine what that's going to cost? And all we're doing is shooting down balloons? <laughs> Tell you what, no wonder they're going to get pissed at us. I think this is just uh, this is just uh, prepping us for some sort of something else. Say yeah, like, like, a, this, like, a, like a Macy's Day like, type of Woody Woodpecker balloon? No, or? like a wag the dog type of situation where something else is going to go on. And uh, hey, by the way... Uh, we're getting attacked by balloons. I hope it doesn't come to that. I hope we don't have like uh, I, I like told- like air raid drills because there we see balloons in the sky. Listen, I told you I watched that uh, that uh, 
close. It was called Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. It was a documentary about uh, UFOs. Yeah. And the guy, one of the guys, says their next big, thi- the next big thing that we're all going to have to worry about is uh, the world governments uh, fighting UFOs. But even though the UFOs are peaceful, yeah. we're going to pretend there's a war going on anyway to keep people distracted from what's really going on. What is really going on? Uh, I don't know. I haven't really got to that part of the documentary oh, yet. Gotta, but, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Hey, listen. I'm sure there's a perfectly reasonable explanation for everything. Well, if you can explain why <clears throat> dudes from out of space are hovering over our skies, I'd like to hear. I'd like to hear it. Uh, yeah, I, I guess. I guess. Hey, uh, senators had uh, one eye on the 2023-2024 uh, lawmaking session here in Massachusetts, and another eye beyond this two-year term during a legislative uh, rules debate last week where they voted to lift a term limit on the Senate president and shot down proposed guidelines governing when lawmakers can cast votes remotely. Deepening a Beacon Hill dynamic where power is centralized, all three members of Beacon Hill's big three can now retain their powerful posts as long as they want, assuming they win re-election to those jobs from voters and, in the case of the House Speaker and Senate president, their peers. Okay. Forever. Nothing's forever. What 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 is what does the president of the Senate do? Like what is what is that? Is it is there any really like well, I mean other than the they prestige set, of having that title. I think they uh, they set the agenda. They mm-hmm. let everybody know. Okay, today we're going to vote on this. We're going to vote on that. And in case of a tie, they're the tiebreaker. So why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you want more multiple people doing that job? Like you know, changing that up every once in a while, letting somebody be in there. For life. Well, yeah, you see, but you know, people are drunk with power, and uh, you know, it's 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 like you couldn't. I mean, if you had everybody involved in that position, you don't know what kind of idiot you're going to get. No, I guess you wouldn't. Know. As opposed to someone who's done everything they could to backstab their way up into that position, which is really what it's all about. Um, is it really all about that? Isn't all politics about that? Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure you're right. <laughs> It is all about that. Uh, I got. I'm. 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 I'm searching for stuff too, because uh, I don't know. We're just like you know. I'm, I'm, is is my discombobulation rubbing off on you? You know what it is. No, it's it's because the Super Bowl was uh, because we have to stay up. And this like, is. I'm not doing like sh- a show prep other yeah. than you know uh, watching the game and the commercials. This is why we need a day like this off. There's no. There's, there's no reason anybody should be working on a day like today. No, we shouldn't be working on a day. Why are we working on a day like today? Because it's not because it's not considered a national holiday when it should be. We should all have the day off. Yeah, I don't know why we don't. Labor Day, Memorial Day, you know, get those days off. I was it was re- I think it was a we were, what state were we talking about? Was it Tennessee? I think Tennessee wanted to make Super Bowl Sunday a holiday. But they wanted to trade it with another holiday like Columbus Day. Yeah. Why? Why can't we just have another day off? What's the? What, why would you have to trade it for another municipal holiday in order I don't, to make it a holiday? I don't really understand. But you know, there are plenty of people who aren't real crazy about the idea of of Columbus Day anyway. Yeah. So you you trade that for another and and for like a you know a holiday to be named later. Yeah. Plus draft picks and uh, cash consideration. But to me, it's as simple as just like let's take a day off. It's not that hard. Well, you know what today is, by the way? It's one of those holidays. 
No, what is it? It's World Radio Day. Oh. It's supposed to recognize radio's ability to still reach billions of people around oh, the world. Jesus. The United Nations made it a holiday in 2011. How come we don't have the day off for that then, too? How come we're in radio? Yeah, there you go. How can, you know, We're in radio. We don't even know about this stuff. And yet, nevertheless, no one's saying, hey, one of you two guys take the day off. We got this covered. It's World Radio Day. And by the way, it's the day after Super Bowl. Well, I'm going to go talk to the boss right now. Your Pioneer Valley forecast today is going to be uh, mostly sunny with a high of 49. Tomorrow, more of the same. It's 31 in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. GG Inks. Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. It's 650. And cream with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be uh, nice and sunny today with a high of 49. More of the same for tomorrow. It is 31 right now in downtown Springfield. Check out the daily podcast. It'll be uh, posted after the show this morning on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, Google, and on rock102.com. Also, uh, Baxi's musical podcast this week. My guest is a singer, songwriter, and guitarist, Gron Gallo. Phenomenally talented guy. In fact, I posted a, a Spotify playlist on uh, on Facebook Really interesting uh, young man, and you can uh, check that out also on rock102.com. And next week, uh, I'll even promote this now because it, it's going to happen. I'll be talking to my uh, friend Cheryl Pavelski, three-time Grammy Award winner of uh, Omnivore Recordings, mm-hmm. the lady that just won for the uh, the reissue, the uh, the 20th anniversary issue of Wilco's uh, Yankee Hotel Foxtrot. Oh, cool. Phenomenal work, and she yeah. just won her third Grammy. So that's coming up next week. Damn. Yeah. There you go. She was on time to the Grammys, though. Uh, actually, her award, her award was actually given before the broadcast that, started. That's what I mean. Uh, yeah, you know, it was a Beyonce. It was the one that showed up late. Uh, yeah, no, Cheryl not, is right on time. Did you uh, uh, last night? Did you watch the the commercials? Any of the? Uh, yeah, I watched them. I tried to be as uh, open minded as possible. I know in the, like the last couple of years, they've all been kind of like yeah, people will watch them and say, "Well, they were nothing that great." They weren't that great. Yeah. yeah. And the, the only one that, that I just reminded me, because I, I didn't really care for a lot of them, but the one that I did really like, what, and I forgot about it, the Popcorners one with the Breaking Bad thing. See, I know the premise of Breaking Bad. I yeah. get it. Yeah. I get the, that whole thing. And I thought that was pretty funny because they recreated the, you know, hey, we're going to be making these Popcorners <laughs> in our trailer. It would mean so much yeah. more to you if you completed watching the nah, series. I, I get I get, the, I get what it's about. About a guy who's dying of cancer and he's got to make meth to support his family. Yeah, and then he gets yeah. out of control and then. Uh, yeah, but it's it's the journey to that to the very end, which is totally worth it. Totally worth uh, watching the entire thing. But I know what the end is. I have never ruined that for you. No, why? And why didn't you? Because. I want to wait until you're getting back into it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that then, is? And yeah. then I will pull. Hey, I'm only two episodes away. <laughs> well, yeah, but I already know what happened, so it doesn't matter. Uh, will Farrell's uh, brings GM's electric vehicle into different Netflix shows like Army of the Dead, Squid Game, and Bridgerton. He also dresses up as uh, Dustin in the Upside Down uh, from Stranger Things. And then commercial, man. It's all right. Uh, John Hamm and Brie Larson. That was stupid. weird. That was, was stupid. Just, I don't like... Uh, you know what movie I saw last week? Downsizing what? with Matt Damon. Yeah. There's something about humans being miniaturized that kind of freaks me out a little bit. 
Like, I was not a Gulliver's Travels fan at all. Why would you be? Well, because that sucked. But uh, but I don't like giants. All right, look, uh, giants uh, like, honey, and... I shrunk the kids. And yeah. I'm, I'm not, yeah, like, who wants to watch that? Yeah, yeah I just, uh, not, not, my, not my cup of tea. And uh, that freaked me out even more when I see John Hamm, which, by the way, uh, if he's shrunken down to that size. Yeah. Does that mean he loses, uh, you know? Because he's known for his... It's all, it's all, uh, yeah. all in proportion. For, he's known for his ham bone, if you know what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, I know, yeah. I know. That's a crackus right there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't like that one. The Pepsi Zero Sugar one um, with Steve Martin doing the whole acting thing, that wasn't even funny either. No, right? and, and Maya Rudolph with the, uh, the, the M&Ms filled with yeah. clams, not that funny. Um, the E-Trade Babies... I, I cannot stand the talking baby thing. That yeah. kind of freaks me out a little bit, too. I really didn't have a I good re- time I, watching this the only The only one that I thought, hey, that's pretty cool, was yeah. the Ben Affleck Duncan one. Um, I liked that one. That was funny. That was really funny. But but And the Popcorners one. I would say those are the two best ones out of the whole thing. You know what I was kind of surprised by? The, uh, the Mexican avocado commercial. It's the first time I've ever seen the word fart in a commercial. Uh, yeah. Was that the, the one? Kid had, the kid, the dude had a t-shirt on and said, yeah. uh, I don't know, like, yeah, avocados make me fart or something like that. Yeah. And I, then, uh, you, uh, then was that the one I'm thinking of? Or was that the, uh, the Google Pixel one? I think it was the Google Pixel I think it was the Google one. Pixel one. Yeah. There was something about the avocado yeah, spot. Uh, the, 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 the Google, no, no, no. Okay. I know what you're thinking. Yeah. Because you just reminded me of it. The Google Pixel one was basically... Telling the world, hey, if you made a mistake, you can just erase it out of your photos. Yeah, that. And, and it was the guy wearing the shirt that says, this guy likes to fart a lot. And yes. it says, not anymore. And then he, he removes, erase, it. removes it from the thing. I've, I've never seen fart in a commercial, which, yeah, that, it, which is too bad, really. Why? Because I find them to be entertaining. Okay. Well, uh, so then that, and then the other one you were talking the about. The avocado. The avocado, it, they were naked. They were all naked, and then they were using the two avocados like they were, uh, yeah, no. Oh. I just, I, I, just, I just remember watching it and, and, and being kind of like, what? They did that? It was like an Adam and Eve thing. It yeah. It was, what's, what's her name? Uh, Anna Faris was, was Eve. Yeah. And then something I got to go watch it again. The, yeah, the, the commercial because it's not even on the top ten good ones. Um, but uh, yeah, and, and and something happens, and then, like it's to show like what happens in the future, and everybody's avocado like loving the avocado. Oh, she was wearing the avocados like a instead of a fig leaf. That's what it was. It was I, there yeah. was I don't know. I have to watch it. I don't really want to, but I'll have to watch it again because it kind of stuck out of my mind. Like that just seemed to be kind of how that slipped through. Who knows? Who, you know, it, it, taste change, you know, culture changes. So then somebody, some big wig somewhere goes, you know what? That's okay. Go ahead and allow that. And then it, all of a sudden it becomes trendy again. Just as long as uh, we don't have to sign waivers because someone you know, <laughs> released a nipple on the Super Bowl. I don't really care. I don't think you were, had to, anything to worry about last night's Super Bowl. No, no, there was yeah. no there was no errant nipples anywhere. But, uh, but the last time there was, I had to sign a release. Saying that I would not expose my nipples on radio. That was the dumbest controversy we've ever had. Absolutely stupid. It's uh, 6.57 with Bax and Nagel at Rock 102. And now, 
Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Winter Storm Headquarters, before and after the storm. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Well, folks, that's it. Patrick Mahomes of the Kansas City Chiefs are your Super Bowl champion, beating the Philadelphia Eagles in a thrilling matchup of the ages 38-35 to with the hobbled Mahomes appropriately being named the Super Bowl MVP for the second time in his young career. While I suppose I could spend all day breaking the game down and sifting through all those X's and O's, I figured I'd spend more time on the stuff that you really care about, the commercials and the Super Bowl halftime show. For me, the two best commercials were pretty clear. Ben Affleck working the drive through at Dunkin' was my favorite simply because I value the product. Because you see, America runs on Dunkin'. The other great Super Bowl commercial, Gary Rome Hyundai, where you can rent the all-electric Ionic 5 for 28 days, plus that whole Time Magazine thing. But everything else, eh, no big whoop. Then you had the Apple Music Super Bowl halftime show with pop sensation Rihanna. Now let me just state for the record that I have no problem with Rihanna. If you celebrate her canon of work, that's your business. You'll get no criticism from me. However, there were people last night who were saying this is the greatest thing they had ever seen, and there were people last night who were saying that this was absolute trash. In my opinion, I give her a C- minus on her lip-syncing skills and a B-plus for not puking off the side of that hovering stage. Personally, I don't like heights, but I'm even less of a fan of widths, especially if those widths are being supported by steel cables. One mistake from above, and you're squashing a bunch of dancers in those Squid Game hazmat suits. Was it great? Not as great as Ben Affleck in a Duncan smock handing out munchkins, and not as good as Gary Rome trying to move Hyundais off his lot in Holyoke, but good enough for make me not want to smash my TV like I did last year. But hey, never my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Some birds fly south for the winter, but tovel birds like you and me, we stick around. Go to Rocky's, get the big 40-pound bag of wild bird food for 20 bucks. Suet cakes only a dollar. Feed your fellow hardy New Englanders bird food on sale at Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back, that's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 710. We are live. We are live. <laughs> and Aerosmith, yeah. Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Oh, man. Um, I have a beef to pick with this guy. With Scott Cohen? With me. Uh-huh. <clears throat> All yeah. right, beef away. I saw uh, him uh, not on his own Facebook page, but elsewhere on social media comment about how Rihanna's performance was, quote, underwhelming. Underwhelming. Let me tell you something, buddy. The woman is pregnant. I know. And the woman put together an entire choreographed uh, dance. Sure. Uh, you know, while pregnant. Yep. Uh, being up on mm-hmm. a lip. What, uh, what special talent do you have? I don't, but I yeah. wasn't asked to <laughs> yeah. p- perform at the Super Bowl Cause, halftime show. Because uh, after I lost the laugh, lack, or before I lost the lack of interest in that post, <laughs> I was oh, going to say, not I was going to write, post. I was going to write, ooh, underwhelming. That could describe the performance of Scott Cohen's appearance every <laughs> oh, single week hey, on the Max hey, and Listen show. to you. God, man, you're, yeah, I know. you're I, brutal. I, I, yeah, no well, kidding. I, you're picking on pregnant women. Well, I am picking on pregnant <laughs> women. No, you know, it's like um, we all listen. The halftime show, everybody has their opinion. Um, you know, I, and listen, I like Rihanna. I've got my gym playlist on my phone and I've got some of her songs on there. What I really thought, Steve, if you really want to know, I thought uh, her song selection was, uh, I would have had her sing other songs. 
like. Well, never you mind don't like. Even know. Yeah, you don't even know, man. That's why you don't even. That's why you Buddy. have no business. All right. Uh, they, here's the thing: the Super Bowl. This is what what gets me. This, people who are into sports. I okay, drove. Good. I drove you're, twenty miles. For yeah, this. I know. You're watching. Know. You're watching. Uh, <laughs> you're watching the game because you need to know about the sports topics. I you do. Know, you know the, all yes. this material we're going to talk about today. It's a courtesy. It is a courtesy. The Super Bowl halftime show <clears throat> is not for people like yourself. Why? It's for it's, everybody. No, it's not. It's 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 a marketing angle so they can grab people who haven't been paying attention to the game going, hey, let's sell you guys a bunch of stuff by putting on this big show. Fair there, enough. There are, yeah. there are a, a good number of the population that will only watch. Only watch. Right. The Super Bowl and, and, show. and they watch for the com- commercials. I'll tell you what. I actually thought that Babyface and Chris Stapleton. Oh, they were amazing. Both of them were fantastic. Fantastic. And they actually sang as opposed to the lip syncing that was done in the halftime yeah. show. Yeah. You know, hey, listen, to each his own. I mean, look, and, and you know, to your point, She's pregnant for crying out loud, mm-hmm. and she's yes. I'm not taking anything away from her. No, but we've all, I just we've, thought I was just hoping for more. But we've all been responsible for pregnant women. We, we have, and we all know what it must have taken to put her on a lifting, sure, a, 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 a floating chiclet suspended it's by chiclet. cables. Yeah, it's a, a, a loose sight chiclet. Right. Yeah, exactly. We, we all know what. <laughs> What a, what a what a pregnant woman can be like from time to time. Sure, and she still uh, was able to uh, to accomplish this. I, yes, I, I, to me, it's it's a solid B. I, I give it. A, I give I it a did, B. Look, look, I didn't say it sucked. Just I, underwhelming. I was I was underwhelmed. What can I say? What does it take to overwhelm Scott well, Cullen? <laughs> uh, you want to know what it takes to overwhelm me? What's that? Listening to the show on the way down here and finding out that you were actually glued to the TV yeah. and couldn't yeah. turn it off. I'm I su- I was surprised you watched it at all. Well, no, I watch games like that. Oh, okay. No, I, I enjoy a good sporting event, and that was a, last night's matchup was a great sporting it was event. Gr- it was great. And, and, and look at, our, look at yeah. the segue right into the game. I'm, from I'm the telling you, and, th- and th- that's what I'm saying. It, it was when they when they tied when they tied the game cuz I was going to go to bed and then the and then the score got Fair tied enough. and I'm like you know what can't, go to, I can't go to can't bed, go to bed. I got to watch the rest of this uh, cuz I like battling it out to yep. the end that's what games are all about you had a blowout as i said earlier if you had a blowout 51 to you know you would have been you would have been in the rack i would have been in wrecked an hour and a half yeah. beforehand sure great i thought it was a, an absolutely fantastic game you know, it just uh, it you know, it goes to show you that because uh, there's a lot of people already saying that Patrick Mahomes is the next Tom Brady. He's been in his third Super Bowl by the age of of 27. He's, he's the, now he's won the, two of them, and you know this, the guy was playing on a on a on bum a leg, bum leg, and getting it done, and still you know knocking it down in the fourth quarter yep. when the Eagles were fantastic the whole game. the whole game. It's like you know the crazy thing was. Um, in the fourth quarter, I mean, there the the last two touchdowns <clears throat> that Kansas City scored, the receiver was, I mean, wide open. Yeah, yeah. He, just wide open. No one even near him. And then and Kansas City marched down the field on both of those touchdown drives. It's like, where's what happened to the Eagle defense? And you know, the I think the play of the game was the that sixty yard punt return. 
um, that set up one of Kansas City's scores. Yeah. It's like, how can you possibly allow that to happen? It's inexcusable. Yeah, and oddly enough, both these defenses are good, solid defenses. Great. And that's a lot of points to be racking up. Right. You know, against you know defenses of that caliber, right. it just goes to show you that these are real complete teams. No question. And the two teams that deserve to be there were there, got there, and they got there. That doesn't always happen. And the and the performance that I mean, that Jalen Jalen Hurts uh, turned in, rushing for three touchdowns, throwing for another. For, I mean, for Christ's sakes, he lost the game. He he should have been named uh, the game's MVP. Had not yeah. been for the fourth quarter, he would have. It was great. Yeah. And, and listen, and after Kansas City scored that touchdown, Philadelphia came back. Yep. And and answered the bell. I thought I and you know we haven't talked about the holding call yet. But it, it was a great game. But, but let's talk about that holding call because a lot of people are, you know, even the NFL is saying, yeah, okay, we may have screwed that up. But hey, the the player, the player himself, you know, he uh, in the post game interview, he said he held him. He, he said I, I was kind of hoping they'd let it go, but I grabbed his jersey and yeah. I got I got caught. So there's no, sh- you know, there's no shenanigans going on you know the big thing that's that's been said uh, you know once you know from the end of the um uh, conference championship to the super bowl you got the two weeks and people have to talk about something you know how you've heard that words the n all of a sudden the nfl is scripted they you know it it's fixed the the referees are are you know are in on it that's just absolute nonsense the guy he held that the receiver he got caught they called the penalty um, listen. Bottom line, he he he's guilty, and he got caught. You know, one of the, the other things that was mentioned last night, and even last week they were showing about how impressive this whole thing is, was the playing surface. Right. They, they were showing video early last week of of how they were making this surface. Apparently, it has the ability to literally slide out of the stadium. Yep. Get full sunshine and then slide back in. It's ridiculous. And then to make and then to paint the surface in a, in such a way that it was like like linoleum. It was like linoleum, and you're wearing tube socks on it. Yep. So these guys are slipping all over the place. That's not right. It's no, it's it's not. And you know, I think what they were trying to do in Arizona was you know kind of you know show everybody we oh we got the latest technology. Well, that's not that's great. If yeah. it doesn't suck. How about the latest technology should be just like grass? How about we just use grass? Oh, you're, you're stuck in the 60s, man. <laughs> grass? Who, who does? Know. Who plays on yeah, that you stuff? You can't use that under Isn't that? It's a dome, too, isn't it? It's a retractable, Retra- yeah. retractable dome. So I think that's why you can't have grass there all the time. Yeah, you know, so I guess in the first time I ever... Um, I ever heard that stuff like this was done. Um, Minute Maid Park, I think, the one that's in Houston. Yep. They have. They have. Uh, you're not. You're not allowed to uh, to walk on the grass. Um, only. Only when the game's going on. You know, when yeah. we're me- media people, when we're down there, we can w- we can walk on the grass, not on the field, but between um, the dugout and and the and the baseline you you can walk on the grass yeah they don't let you walk on the grass at Minute Maid Park because it's some kind of scientifically uh, you know a scientific hybrid grass because of the the retractable top mm-hmm. and it's just like look man just it's like in a in a game that big 
the fee, we we should not even be having this conversation in a game for yeah. a, a game. This it big. should be the best surface all year long. All year long. Yeah. But I do want to mention one thing because you know we 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 jokingly stated last week that uh, that the Philadelphia sports fan. Uh, is very much like uh, the Boston and New England sports fans. Very emotional. Uh, Very emotional, except they're bigger jerks than we are. They are bigger jerks than we are. Last night, uh, and I talked about this in my view from a couch earlier, and you'll you'll hear it again after 8 o'clock, the uh, the Eagles fans last night they did all the things like you know climbing up you know street poles that had been greased so they couldn't climb up. Yeah, they did I that know. anyway. They, and they still made it to the top. Still made it to the top. Still set things on fire. Still you know fireworks all over the place. You yeah. Know, yeah and, and all this. <laughs> the Eagles fans were the ones who were booing Dak Prescott as he was accepting the Walter That's Payton Humanitarian Award. I was wondering that, where they were really booing him. Those, they can't, they those can't, were the Eagles fans. They can't fans. help themselves. Wow. I got a buddy of mine, uh, Rick from East Longmeadow. Yeah. Uh, he he calls it Filthadelphia. <laughs> so, and you know what it's like? There was a great meme I saw on social media last week where the, he, they said the people at the fan, the Eagles fans in Philadelphia were setting buildings and cars on fire prior to the game well, just so they could get a jump on things. Actually, that's not that. That sounds you know, you know like like a joke, but there were Eagles fans that were um, vandalizing the cable lines, the Comcast cable lines, that's, and there were outages for internet and cable in certain brutal, sections man. of the city. Brutal. They were thankfully able to get you know service restored mm. but these but and there were thousands of people complaining to comcast about lines that they themselves were God. responsible, yeah, responsible for damaging. For damaging it just, it just it, the, the the whole accumulation of bad behavior makes you th- makes you think why are they calling themselves the city of brotherly love when hey, they're such a-holes over look, there man if you if you're gonna do something just make sure you do it right and go all in <laughs> and we could, can always count on eagle fans for that or philadelphia yeah. fans. uh i am happy for andy reed i mean andy reed is, is yep. a, a, a great coach and any any championship he wins he thoroughly deserves. no question about it he also i guess i was not aware well i mean he's not he's not a spring chicken anymore but he said immediately there were um uh uh, talk rumors whatever that if he was going if they won the game that he might consider retiring and he said immediately after the game that no he, he's coming back for for another year so he's how, not how going you, anywhere how do you not how do you not listen he's a football coach what's he going to do sit around and you know eat you know eat potato chips in his barca lounger no no he'll do that in the off season but he but as far but as right. far as as leaving when you've got you know a, a team you know this great and a quarterback who is not he's even at got, the prime of his career no yet. No doubt about it. 20, 27, he's yep. just getting into it Just now. getting started. So, I mean, just just a remarkable game last night. Yep, great game. And listen, one more thing for this week. Tig- uh, Tiger Woods is uh, playing this week in the uh, Genesis Open out in Los Angeles. So, um, I'm looking forward to that. And, you know, while Patrick Mahomes might be in the early part of his career, Tiger's in the, uh, uh, in the sunset of his, but... Um, definitely worth the price of admission watching that. Oh, and uh, the Thunderbirds extended their uh, their Oh my gosh, too. what nine nine straight now? It's, uh, they won. Yeah, they won Friday, and uh, uh, they shut out Rochester. Their next game uh, at at well, the next game is going to be on the seventeenth at Providence, 
And Saturday, they don't return home until the 22nd. All right, so they got to beat beat the P Bruins and win their 10th in a row. Yeah. yeah. Playing great. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, thank you for that underwhelming appearance. Well, you're you're welcome, Steve. <laughs> oh, thank God. you for surprising everyone and watching all the game last hey, night. Hey, no problem. I do what I can do. <laughs> Scott Cohen, it's good to see you. You guys, too. It's 723 with Bax and Nagle on Rock 102. Hi, it's Hank from Tudor House Liquors. Listen to Pat Kelly this Wednesday afternoon. It's 726 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Going to be uh, sunny and nice today with a high of, uh, where did I see that? Oh, yeah, 49 for a high. Tomorrow, more of the same. It's 31 right now in downtown Springfield. Hey, uh, tomorrow on the show, this is so exciting. You were a big uh, metalhead in your day, right? Oh, yeah. He's a big headbanger. I used to love watching that show, Headbangers Ball. Really? Yeah. Well, you will be delighted to know that tomorrow we'll be talking to Former headbanger ball host Ricky Rackman on the show. Shut the yeah. front oh, door. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He's got a uh, he's got like a one man show that's going to be uh, coming around. Yeah. Uh, I believe he's playing in New Bedford yeah. uh, in May, talking about all kinds of uh, the stories and uh, yeah, his uh, his career. It's actually pretty interesting stuff. And so you'll be able to uh, talk to him tomorrow. Oh, sweet! There you I'm go. Looking forward to that. I knew you would because I know you're a big headbanger. Oh, I like, I like, well, I'm a banger. Yes, you, you most certainly are. I'm not sure about just heads, you know what I'm saying? No, I know yeah, that. I, I know. get you. Yeah. Uh, mm. Wow, I'm glad Scott's not here anymore. Oof. That's always what are you talking about? He did a perfectly good job. He did? Yes. Where were you? I, <laughs> I was in the Bahamas. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the Dominican Republic yeah, already. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, you're that's, miles away. That's right. That's and it. Coming up with facts. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I love Scott Cohen. I love Scott Cohen so much, I would rather have him back in here all morning long so I can go home. And he, you can do the show with him. Yeah, well, you know, listen, yeah. uh, he's done that before. Yeah. Didn't but, turn out great for some people. No, it didn't, did it? <laughs> <laughs> it's 728 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. A d- it's 729 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It is time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Uh, thanks, Bax. You're welcome, uh, Steve. There were a portion of the Mass Pike in Chigabee was closed for hours overnight due to a crash. The accident happened at the 52-mile marker of the Pike around 10.30 p.m. When the 22 News crew got there, they could see multiple state troopers in a car with extensive damage. Oh, my God. There was those cops there with those hats, and then there was... A- there was a tow truck, and again, not one of those ones where you drag the car behind, but the ones where you drag it up onto the bed because you can't drag her because it's damaged or damaged. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. That's good reporting, man. I'll tell you what. I'd much rather know what they saw rather than what actually happened. There were shards of plastic from the from the taillights all over the road. It's crazy. Do you ever uh, see like a, like a trial, and they have like an eyewitness on the stand? And then, uh, you know, they give their eyewitness testimony yeah. in the trial, only to have it all refuted as false and uh, misleading by yeah. the cross-examining attorneys. Yes. Well, that's not really any different than saying having a reporter from a news station go out to a situation such as the one you are uh, create, you are presenting here uh, and have all that information being refuted as kind of... Uh, just eyewitness testimony, no more reliable than anybody else's. I see what you're saying. I you see, see you, you, I, you see yeah. the logic. It's like you know yeah. that's not reporting. Reporting would be telling us what 
actually happened as opposed to what you perceive is going on in the moment. You know, and this isn't just a local news thing. This is like on the national level. This is how they fill 24 hours a day of CNN or Fox News or whatever channel it is. Mm -hmm. It's a guy standing out there going, oh, oh, things are ramping up here. Uh, Right behind me, there was a a police car that just drove uh, down the street. And then there was a, a helicopter up there. And uh, things are lots of things are happening here. There's no information. He's yeah. just saying what he saw. Observation and opinion are not really news. No, they're just they're observation not. and opinion. Well, no, but that's how news is presented to people. It's, yeah, how messed pre- up is that? It's 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 presented in entertainment form. You know, uh, again, you have to fill. There's not that much news to talk about. I think we prove that every hour. Yes. That's why we pick one thing and we go off on tangents about other things. But Which it all is, comes full circle. But you know, isn't that how most people talk about news stories in their normal day? Yeah. Hey, I mean, do you hear what happened in the news today? No, what happened? No, some guy got shot. Really? Hey, did I tell you what I had for lunch yesterday? Yeah. And that's how people talk about news. I had shots for lunch yesterday. Yeah. See, so it's just the key words that remind you of other things. That's it? Yeah. The uh, norovirus, also known as the stomach flu, has been on the rise across the country. 22 News spoke with doctors about what we're seeing here in western Massachusetts. Oh, my God. Here we oh, go. my God. We went into that doctor's office? <laughs> there was Duke everywhere. It was crazy. Even the toilet paper roll right out of toilet paper. Was cra- I had to pull that little cord in the doctor's office that says, in case of emergency, need help, pull this lever, and somebody will come in. Guess what? What? Nobody came in. That's an outrage. I was waiting every two hours. <sighs> uh, new health data indicate uh, that the norovirus or the stomach flu is at a seasonal high. Oh, it's 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 norovirus season. Oh, mm. I love norovirus season. Um, comes I, I, in like a lion and out like a lamb. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, like a lamb like that's set on fire. Right? <laughs> 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 uh, Positive tests now hitting record highs, uh, not seen since last March. It spreads by contact, and the virus is very, very contagious, said Dr. Armado Paez of Bay State Health. Norovirus can spread by touching infected hands, surfaces, and even food and water, and is the most common form of foodborne illness here in the United States. The virus can cause symptoms like diarrhea and upset stomach and nausea and heartburn. Mm. Yeah, all of that stuff. Uh, mild fever and body aches. None of that is fun. None of that is fun. But it's, I tell you what, uh, nice to know that you got reporters out there telling you what they've seen. Yeah. Yeah, we went over to Bay State. It was crazy. <laughs> there were people holding their stomachs. There was one guy with a bucket in his face and sitting on the toilet. It was nuts. <laughs> one guy I saw really rocked that room. One guy. One guy. (laughs) Dr. Paez says there's no treatment for norovirus, and your best line of defense is practicing proper hygiene and even making sure to eat properly cooked food, including seafood. If you do get sick, make sure you drink plenty of fluids to prevent dehydration and wait for the illness to resolve within a few days. Okay. Yeah. That's, uh, That's the nasty one. The nor- then that's, like, that's the one that they take people off of cruise ships for. Yeah, yeah. Or they quarantine cruise ships. And yeah. The, and the, uh, 
it becomes a poos ship, you know, throughout <laughs> throughout the ocean. <laughs> poos ship. I wouldn't. This, that's like one of the reasons why I would never. I don't ever want to go on a cruise anyway. You know, no, they're kind of fun. I mean, they're, they're, they're kind they're fun. of fun, but uh, I'm more. I have heard way too many horror stories, and I've read too many news stories over the years to see what can happen on these things. Yeah, yeah, you know, it, the, the <laughs> time that I went on a cruise, there was there's only like one person that had to be airlifted off the uh, off the ship. Yeah, and you know what? I think that was probably a pretty good ratio. Yeah, you know, and uh, it had nothing to do with any viral issues they had like a heart attack i think well that you know that's not gonna spread it's just uh i don't know i don't know i'm not um you, you gotta make sure you uh you know what i don't know where i'm going with that where I you going lost my train of thought because i got distracted by other things here well then move on you want to move on yeah why not all right uh let's see uh there was something about a restaurant i saw here Oh, this top Massachusetts restaurant here. Uh, Yelp has just released its annual top 100 places to eat in the country, and Massachusetts restaurant made the list. Ready? Uh, okay. Uh, Taqueria El Amigo in Waltham was on the list. Really? Yeah. And that's Did anything it. closer to, to us, maybe? No. No. And it's a taco place in Waltham. That's that's it. Yeah, really. Out of all the hundred places to eat in the country, the the taco restaurant from Waltham made the list. Those must be some damn fine tacos. What did I have uh, yesterday? I went to that uh, Progression Brewery. Yesterday. Yeah, I had that little fundraiser for the uh, Westfield Animal Sanctuary. Yes, and uh, they had it was we had a pretzel, and it was the beer cheese with the pretzel. And it wasn't bad. It was mm-hmm. pretty good. Um. It was like they make it with the leftover pops or something in the beer. Like that's part of one of the one of really? the ingredients. Yeah, I don't know about that. I or mean, the, beer uh, cheese should be made with beer. No, no, the pretzel is made with something, some kind of like uh, oh, really? leftover remnant from the uh, from the beer barrel, and it's actually supposed to be. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, but I had a burger too with mac and cheese on top of it Ooh, and bacon. How was that? A uh, very heart attacky. Yes. Yes. But very good. So, did you uh, make uh, uh, Super Bowl snacks for yesterday? Yeah. So, uh, all I did was pizzas. I didn't do uh, anything crazy. You didn't? No. Uh, mm. Pizza was like, uh, it just made bobbly pizzas. Well, that's okay. easy to do. That's easy. Yeah, that's easy. Because, I, well, I had stuff to do yesterday afternoon. If yeah. I hadn't had something to do yesterday afternoon, I would have been able to prepare a little bit more. But I really just wanted to get some kind of snack in. See, because you mentioned the beer cheese. Yeah. So I made another batch of the beer oh, cheese. Oh, yeah. How did it come out? Uh, awful good. Awful good. Awful or yeah. awful good? Good. Just good. Yeah. Really, really good. Then I made, uh, it was like an artichoke spinach dip. That was the that was the that was the other dip. So basically, the beer cheese and an artichoke dip. That's not bad. Not too bad with like uh, with like uh, diced jalapenos inside. Delicious. And then I made a soup. What kind of soup did you make? Pasta fazool. Ooh, man, it came out good. Oh, I love pasta fazool. It came out really good. That's not really. That doesn't seem like us be a Super Bowl. Uh... Meal. You know, it's just the two of us. You know, we're uh, we're lying and we're we, we're watching TV. We're in bed. 
you know, it's like a, this is like a, like a perfect, a perfect thing to eat. Didn't have to be all that elaborate. It's a simple, you know, comfort food. And that was it. Talk about a great night. Pasta Vazoo. So good. Sounds good. It was awful good. Woo, it was good. I never. I should have asked uh, Barry to make some kale soup for my Super Bowl party. You had Barry over? No, I, I should have had Barry. You should over. have had Barry. Yeah, and I and he probably would have brought the kale soup and the uh, and the uh, egg salad. I could have had that whole thing uh, all figured out. That would have been a good thing to do. Yeah. Uh, planning the uh, perfect date for Valentine's Day is hard enough, and this year it's on a Tuesday. So if you're uh, struggling to come up with a plan, here's some last-minute ideas from across the country. Right? Yep. Google Trends put out a rundown of uniquely popular date activities in every state over the past month. Technically, these searches weren't necessarily for Valentine's Day, just activities to go out and do. Sure. So that's why it isn't just a romantic dinner out or something clever to do, you know, celebrate right. at home. Not surprisingly, going to the movies is the popular option. It's number one in places like Florida, Indiana, Iowa, Colorado, and Minnesota. And some states, like Texas and Georgia, are specifically searching for drive-in theaters. You know why that is. So you can make out in the car. All right. Yeah. Miniature golf is number one in California, Kansas, and Washington State. Miniature golf? You tell it. If you if it were if Steve if it were Valentine's Day today yeah and you said to your girlfriend yeah. hey you know what I would like to do to express my love to you let's go play some miniature golf nothing says I love you more than hitting a ball through, through a, a clown's nose through the putt putt yeah right um, right through the windmill between the elephant's legs that's when I get down on my, on my knee. Not to propose, but to grab my ball. I don't know. I haven't gotten to the uh, portion of the relationship where I've asked if miniature golf is an acceptable uh, event. Don't. Don't. That's a danger zone right there. You never know. Too much risk. Uh, Bowling is number one in Pennsylvania and Louisiana. (sighs) Uh, Arcades are a go-to activity in Arkansas and West Virginia. Jesus. Arcades. Arcades? Oh. Like skee-ball kind of arcade or like... uh, Or like... Uh, pinball type of arcade. Probably like a pinball type of arcade. All right. Uh, let's see. Go-karts are number one in Nevada. A visit to the museum is popular in Kentucky, Mississippi, and Virginia. And hitting up a bookstore is big in Oklahoma. And going to a spa is number one in Tennessee. How many people in Oklahoma can actually read the books in the bookstore? Well, it doesn't say what kind of bookstore it is. It could be a store full of pamphlets that you get from the Welcome to Oklahoma uh, Welcome Center. Check out this book. It tells you you can find seven different Chick-fil-A's in this area. Cletus, that's a four-page pamphlet you got at a rest stop. Oh, well, that I ain't a book. I got a longer one here. This one, uh, this is a short one. Tells you where all the Arthur Treachers are around here. <laughs> That's two Arthur Treachers references in one show this morning. I don't know. I don't how, know how uh, we did that. Uh, there you go. Artistic activities like paint and sip sessions and cooking classes are popular in Oregon, New York, New Jersey, Massachusetts, and Illinois. Oh, you should go to a paint and sip. Yeah, no, I'm all set. Uh, and in Arizona, the most uniquely searched date activity is. Strolling through Japanese friendship gardens. Jesus, what terrible ideas these are. I know. Who Let's wants to do that? Have a, 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 real, uh, a real date night. Uh, Cumbies flowers. Yep. And uh, 
and a and a and a card. That's it. That's how about, all you need. How about this? Slim Jim to me. How about this? Mm-hmm. A romantic candlelight dinner at a Hooters. Love that idea. That, now that says I love you. Yeah. Do they dim the lights in the Hooters for Valentine's Day? No, it's the brightest lit uh, restaurant in the world. They but, should. Yeah, a lot I know. of headlights in there, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, that's not a romantic thing. What, going to Hooters? Yeah. I don't know, man. I guess it depends on what your girl's into. Listen, if they're promoting Bachelorette and Jack and Jill's at the Magic Lantern, I think... I think Valentine's Day at Hooters is a little bit classy. You know, I went to a Jack and Jill when I was like 19 at a strip. Well, it wasn't a Jack and Jill. It was a stag party at a at, at, at a at a uh, strip club. Yeah, and it was just uh, it was just odd because they were serving pizza, and while you were having pizza. There was somebody dancing right in front of you. Over which, you, over the pizza? Yeah. 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 Which, uh, those, there's good naked and bad naked. Yeah. That, when that was bad naked. When there's food on the table, that's yeah. bad naked. Yeah. And I, but, but I'm like, you know, you're looking up at the stage, you're looking down at your pizza, and you're like, is that that? Is that the same? <laughs> What's... That just looks like it has two canned hams around it, yeah. but then this one. Uh, Can I send yeah. this back and reorder the the, the, the yeah. roast beef sandwich yeah. instead? Yes. Can I have the uh, the Arby's party, please? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, your Pioneer Valley forecast today is going to be sunny, and now it's actually going to be 50 today, not even 49. It's going to be 50 degrees. Tomorrow, uh, high of 49 as well. It's 32 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, oh, yeah. Noonan Energy presents to Springfield's Classic Rock at 751 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It is going to be uh, sunny and nice today with a high of 50. Tomorrow, sunny and a high of 49. It's 32 right now in downtown Springfield. Join Pat Kelly and the Rock 102 Road Crew on Friday from 7 to 9 for free music Friday at the Aria Ballroom in MGM Springfield. Uh, Alex Schillow, the tribute to uh, Bruce Springsteen, will be performing. Uh, stop by the Rock 102 table to register to win all kinds of great prizes. It's a great place to see a show. Uh, again, free Music Friday back at MGM. This Friday, 7 to 9 at the Aria Ballroom with Pat Kelly and Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. All righty. Now hear this with Bex and Nagel on Rock 102. All right. Well, Let me guess. You got to go uh, Super Bowl heavy on this one? Uh, you think? That's all I have. <laughs> well, I have a couple other things, too. But uh, the Kansas City Chiefs are Super Bowl champs again. Here we go. Hurts. Going to throw it as far as his arm can take it, which is well short. And the Kansas City Chiefs have won Super Bowl 57. Yeah. Yeah. Good song. Chosen moves. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there was plenty of that. Yeah, I'm sure there was Man. some of that uh, out on the streets of uh, out in Arizona there, right? Probably, Arizona, uh, Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Well, maybe not so much in Philadelphia of the showing of the boobs. Well, well, depending I, on yeah, what yeah, you're talking again. about, show me your boobs mean could mean a, a, a bunch of guys flipping a car over and lighting it on fire with a Molotov cocktail. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that yeah. every, every they were all boobs in Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
I uh, had uh, Chris Stapleton performing the Star Spangled Banner last night. I thought listen. he was real. He we're, was awesome. We're going to listen to all two minutes of this. And you see by the dawn's early light oh, so proudly we hail Yeah, I'm not a we don't we don't have to listen no, to we don't all have to. two and a half. Minutes. I'm not a I'm not a country guy <laughs> at all, but I thought he did a great job. Well, that uh, the 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 coach there, uh, uh, Nick uh, Eagles coach. Yeah, uh, Sirianni. Sirian, what, what's his name? Sirianni. 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 Yeah, uh, he was crying throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's... I think he really likes country music. <laughs> I think that's God, that's kind of where. No. What? I just can't. Uh, I can't take it. And then, uh, what you can't take what country music? Country music. I just can't can't do it. You're not listening to the right country music. Listen, if it's the old-fashioned stuff from hee-haw, I can handle the hee-haw type of country music. To me, yeah. that's good country and Western music. You know, both musics together. But uh, today's country, uh, ooh, man. What about wow. uh, Chris Stapleton? Uh, hey, pretty successful artist. Knocked it out of the park, no question about it. Everybody yeah. else, though? Uh, here's a montage of Rihanna's high-flying Super Bowl halftime show, which we don't have to listen to all one minute and 17 seconds of this, but here's a little taste of it. All right. Yeah. Yeah, it's some great lip syncing there. Great, great limp singing. She made mom history last night. She hinted that a surprise special guest would be with her, and it turns out it was a fetus. She was pregnant. No, you wanna see me naked, this will naked, be naked. her second baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Rihanna, yeah. Rihanna did a hell of a job. A lot of people on the uh, the interwebs, the social medias, very upset that uh, she appeared to be lip syncing throughout the entire performance uh like, they've, like i think people want to hear you actually sing yeah and i can't really say that's uh that i got a problem with that belief if you're there to perform perform otherwise it's it's like karaoke without actually yeah but I, I coming out of your mouth what who was do, does every does has every performance in the super bowl uh, been live, like like live I, vocals. I can't say that for sure. I just know that in certain concert situations, you're reading about more and more artists actually sing to uh, pre-recorded tracks. Mm-hmm. Like Paul Stanley, a Kiss got into trouble last week for exactly that. When he's live, he's singing to tracks. Yeah, see, that's not cool if you're doing a whole concert like that. But if you're doing a 15-minute performance for the entire world, yeah. so what? Eh, you got 15 minutes. Yes, but show you us the goods. may not normally move. I don't know. I'm not, you I know what? Know. I'm not a performer. I'm not. I'm not a, I'm not, you're nobody not a Nobody would ask me to do a, a Super Bowl halftime show. Um, not with your material. No, not, not with mine at all. Uh, one of the... Uh, 
One of the standout Super Bowl commercials was Ben Affleck and J-Lo teaming up to be featured in a Dunkin' ad. Here is uh, Ben putting on a thick Boston accent surprising customers at the drive-thru before a surprise visit from J-Lo at the end. Welcome to Dunkin', a new special. Dunkin' run, medium or large coffee, get a donut for an incremental dollar. Well, well, like, how can it be this inexpensive and well, good? Cream, no sugar. I'm just going to have to just give you 10 munchkins. Do I look familiar? Oh. What are you doing here? Me, Is this what you do when you say you want to work all day? I, I gotta go, guys. Grab me a glaze. Ah, yeah, grab, <laughs> grab me a glaze. glaze. Yeah, that was fun. Wasn't that fun? That was the was the best they got. And uh, finally, uh, a lot of various news and sports websites are ripping on Terry Bradshaw for his crass joke while asking winning coach Andy Reid to come over to the microphone. This is from the uh, post trophy ceremony. Big guy, let me get the big guy in here. Come on, waddle over here. Oh! <laughs> Congratulations, Andy. Waddle over here. All right. First of all, Terry kind of waddles, too, because his I, knees are shot. I was going to say, So I yeah. think that's probably what he's thinking. It's like, here, we're two old guys. Let's uh, let's waddle together. Yeah, but you know what? you got to think about what you say before you say it. That's never he, been something that Terry Bradshaw's ever done. Because uh, Andy's he is on the, little, uh, on the hefty side. Portly, yes, but smart, smart as a whip. whip. It's 7.58. <laughs> that is now here. This with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8.10 at ACDC with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It is going to be uh, sunny today and nice. High of 50. Tomorrow, more of the same. It's 32 right now in downtown Springfield. You know, I didn't uh, I didn't make any bets yesterday. I mean, no. other than that one illegal office uh, you know, yeah. square competition, with the, which I basically lost five bucks on but uh i didn't bet and you said you did i did i uh well first of all uh there was an office pool at some office uh that i went to yeah and, right uh, put some money down and uh one i actually won uh how much did i put down? oh i won sixty dollars in the pool because i put 40 down and wow. i won 60 so well, there you a hundred dollar uh, win for doing the first quarter. See, all I had the, at the moment was just five yeah. bucks, and it was like yeah. oh, like three singles, and then all yeah. loose change. And then uh, I went to my girlfriend, and I went to uh, Bet MGM uh, on Saturday night, and uh, and and checked out the kiosks there, the and the whole sports betting thing. They have windows with you know live people there. You can make it. Mm-hmm. They're, they're all the sheets with all the stats on it, or you can go up to the kiosk and they have all the things on the touchscreen that you can bet. And there's, you know, it's it's overwhelming because if you don't know what's going on, yeah. And I'm I'm really learning all all the different ways you you can bet on things. And uh, but the kiosks make it pretty user friendly. That you you know explains it to you a little well, bit what, what you're doing there. That's good, except if you got like a whole line of people behind you. Mm-hmm. And you're standing there just you know trying to figure out how to do it. Well, yeah, and you got all these impatient people on a you know, you know place their bet before kickoff. That's okay. There's a there's a window with real live people there at it, so you can go to that if you're really <sighs> unsure not how to do it, and you can just go to the window, and the guy will explain to you what's going on. Not to do a sales pitch, but you no. mentioned that uh, the the uh, the online yeah. portion of of uh, sports gambling will be available in time for. March Madness. March Madness. Yes, yeah, like it's like the beginning of March. It's coming out in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Which is March. Believe well, it. Well, I mean, you won't, you're not going to be able to bet on say like the Daytona 500 online. You no. would have to go down to there. Yeah. And do it that way. 
Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I, I I saw the category for yeah. NASCAR. They have all these cat. Like, there's so many different things you can bet on. Oh, yeah, it's like so it's just, many ways you can go broke. But 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 you know whatever you're into. I, and I had a conversation with the Hawkman over the weekend about uh, how to bet because I didn't understand. I didn't understand what over under meant. Yeah, it's it's either over a certain yeah, number so of points like, or know, below. So it's like fifty was the was the fifty fifty one and the one it's like seventy yeah, something something like that. Well, I didn't I didn't get that. Yeah. I said uh, I did I did it for the what was it? I did it for the first half, the over under thing. Okay, and I was way I was I was wrong. I said under and it was well over twenty four points or whatever the hell it yeah. came to out of the first half. Um, but I, uh, my girlfriend, as we're doing the bets, she's like, I said, well, who do you think's going to score the first touchdown? And she says, Jalen Hurts. And I go, all right, we'll put five bucks on that. Winner, $37.50. Shut up. Get out of here. Well, it was really? actually, well, it's, you know, I ha- I don't have the slip with me. Y- you're winning your money back. You're winning the five bucks back plus whatever it was. So at $37.50 minus, minus $5 is mm-hmm. uh, what, $32.50. Is what you win. Yeah. So I won. Which well, is pretty go. good. Yeah. Now you didn't take that money and parlay it into uh, something else like a slot machine or blackjack or uh, pie guy. Well, I don't or- know. When I go cash it in, maybe I will. I haven't been down there to cash it in yet. See, this is the fel- the self fulfilling prophecy of, mm-hmm. uh, of of gambling in a casino. Yeah. I know that. Uh, like, if I've been at a uh, a slot machine, and let's just say hypothetically, I've won a hundred dollars. Yeah. Well, you know what I'm going to do, right? You're going to go. Yeah. I want to keep playing until that hundred dollars is gone. Well, because uh, it's like it's 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 right. to me it's like virtual money. It's not real. Well, you have five thousand slot machines to to play on the way out. Yeah, when you I, collect I, right. your winnings. Exactly. You know? Yeah, because it's that it's on that it's in that far corner of the casino, where, like uh, where State and Maine would be. Yeah, and then uh, you'd have to walk to the rest. of the, Well, unless you're coming in from that side, but you mostly have to walk in through the casino anyway. I wonder if they have a, a, a like a room uh, set aside for people who are consumed with tears and sadness. I think uh, every casino should have one of those. I believe that's uh, everywhere at the casino. <laughs> there are people. Oh, you can always tell the winners and the ones that are jumping up and down next to the you know the bells and whistles going off. I was once next to a woman in Vegas. Yeah. She was like not right next to her, but she was about eight machines to the side. But there wasn't that many people in there. She won twenty five thousand dollars. Yeah, and <laughs> she had just just sat down there, and she starts playing. It was like less than a couple of minutes. All of a sudden, the thing goes off, and twenty five thousand dollars. That's a happy person. The person that probably was playing the machine before she took over. Yeah, not the happy not so person. happy. Yeah, yeah. We were in a cas- casino not that long ago. I don't want to say which one. We were a cas- at a casino. What's that lime with? I don't want to say what it rhymes with, yeah. but let's just say uh, it's within New England somewhere. Uh-huh. And uh, a woman hits the jackpot on a, on a slot machine, and she starts yelling in joy, like repeatedly, like yeah. really making a scene like, wow, oh my God, and this is going on for like... Five or six minutes. She's like, she couldn't stop. Yeah. Now, she won like 13 grand. I mean, that's exciting. That's wonderful and everything. But if I won a progressive slot jackpot, I would do everything I can not to draw attention to myself. Like, I would probably be very quiet. I don't think the machine's going to help you out in that way. No, but I don't want to be the one screaming and yelling over it. 
Like the, I, I don't want anyone to like you know grab the slip and run away. I mean, I just, I yeah. just, and I, and I know that security gets on you, and they kind of, you know, they, they, they deal with you. They come out there. I would not be the kind of person that wants to draw that much attention to myself after I've won a jackpot. On the other hand, later that night, I saw a lady lose her shirt at a slot machine, yeah. and she's yelling. Not, oh my God, I can't believe I won, but she's yelling, no, no, yeah. no. And she starts beating on the machine until security told her to uh, please leave. I remember years ago, uh, and, and this you're talking probably 20 years ago, uh, I saw a guy at, at Mohegan. Yeah. And it was at the high slot, mach- high limit slot machines. Mm-hmm. And I was just there just to observe what, you know, a hundred dollar slot machine looks like, <laughs> you know. It looks like every other slot machine, only a bigger, a much yeah. bigger coin. This guy pumped five hundred dollars into the machine. He looked like he was on his last, you know, leg, and he won like a thousand bucks. Like so, he got his. You know, it was like fifteen hundred total. He won his money back plus a thousand bucks. Well, he actually probably in the hole because been well, playing all day. But he was. You could see like the look of relief on the man's face yeah. because you realize he probably didn't have that money to begin with, gambling it away, and, yeah. and you know, but he finally got a win. But what does he do? do? Do you take the money then? You should take the money and run. You need. You can't just stay. there. No, I think you have Parlay. to walk away. Yeah. You have to walk away. Yeah. Go get a parfait. Don't get a parlay. <laughs> uh, That's why whenever I've been to Vegas, I I don't win at the tables other than the ones at the at the buffet. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm up and I'm always beating the house. Uh yep, yeah, that's the one. I'm always up. I'm always hitting. Yeah, that thing. To, you know, to grab more soft serve or some more dinner rolls or whatever it may be. Uh, have you ever wondered how Super Bowl tickets are distributed? Um, I kind of know, but what the uh, what's the story? Well, it's not like a free for all on Ticketmaster. Oh no, yeah. hardly. Uh, here's how the ticket pie is divided. Both teams, in this case, Kansas and uh, Kansas City and Philadelphia, uh, got access to 17.5 percent each of the tickets. Okay. All right. Yep. The host team, the Arizona Cardinals, got five percent to distribute among. Their season ticket holders, like if you hold a season ticket in, uh, but in that all, stadium for season ticket holders, but also I assume for a lot of their best sponsors, probably too. I'm sure, yeah. yeah. And the remaining 29 teams got 34.8 percent or 1.2 percent each, and the NFL gets the rest at 25.2 percent. Oddly enough, and I don't know really know why this happened. So last week we were talking about this could possibly be the most expensive ticket in Super Bowl history. Mm -hmm. But like around Friday, Thursday night, Friday, all of a sudden the price started to drop like 30%. Yeah. I think they were surprised that it wasn't selling out yet. Like they they sold a lot initially. But once people realized what the price was going to be, they stopped selling. So there was probably a portion of seats that would normally have been sold that people have were now getting a 30% discount. And they they were still over capacity by 2,000 people. Which I don't know how you do. Well, they probably make seats. You you make seats throughout the throughout the. Uh, you make the, seats, but you also jam up the uh, the suites right, too. Right, right. That's you can easily get an extra thousand people in the suites. That's a lot of people. Uh, Cleveland is the only city. These are all just little facts about the Super Bowl. Cleveland is the only city with an NFL team that has not gone to the Super Bowl and not hosted. 
every other team has hosted the Super Bowl? Even New England? Did we, no. We didn't host it. What does no, that mean? never. And, you know, it, it, it never gone or hosted. It can't be one. It can't be both. Uh, the, the, like, Foxborough has never hosted a Super Bowl. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So these are all always typically warm weather locations, Arizona, Miami, you know, Los Angeles, San Francisco. That's a weird stat. Yeah, I, I am a little hesitant on that one. Yeah. Well, well, I remember the one time it was in it was in New <clears throat> Jersey and it was cold. Yeah, usually it's yeah, but warm that was weather. but but that was an aberration. That was like the first time in years that it had ever been in a cold area. Right. Well, maybe they'll bring it to Gillette one year. Yeah, maybe. Uh where was I? The other teams that have not gone to the games but are in cities that have host. Oh, I'm saying in a city that has hosted, I guess. Okay. I don't understand this at all. The other teams are uh, Lions, uh, the Texans, and the Jaguars. Well, the Lions are neither never going to host, nor are they ever going to be in one. Ah, gotcha. You see. Yeah. The NFL spent uh, two years preparing <clears throat> that grass for the field, yeah, the Super Bowl, great work. I thought it was, I thought it was pla- I thought it was astroturf. That no, was it up. was, it was actual grass. Yeah. See, I, I don't know if you, if you, if you saw it being rolled out of the stadium, it was really cool. Kind of like, uh, you know how like you have a toaster, yeah, and you got the uh, the crumb tray at the bottom, yeah. of your toaster. It looked kind of like that. It just pulled right out of the bottom. And you you know you flip the uh, you flip them around a little bit, get rid of the, the crumbs, and you push it right back in. Mm-hmm. Very much like the uh, the grass, it pulled out of the stadium, got yeah. all the sunshine it could handle, and then you know you flip a switch, and the thing moves back into the toaster. Yeah, two years preparing the grass, and it was still crappy, yeah. slippery surface. It was grown at a local sod farm in Phoenix. It was installed two weeks ago, and the total cost was eight hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, just the, for the grass. The problem wasn't the grass. The problem was the paint. It was the paint that they put on top of the that they sprayed on top of the grass that made an, a, a terrible surface. Yeah, I it, well because the NFL has to put their logo right in the middle of it, which is stupid. If you can superimpose the first down line or, yeah, or, or they, why, the line of scrimmage, why not just superimpose the logos? Yeah, I don't understand why you need that. Uh, you know, what? I thought that that those camera shots are really cool. With you know that that dolly camera, yeah, or it's on the it's on a cable, yeah, the one that flies over. When they uh, when they do the, the it was like the kickoff to the the second half or whatever they did that like a fly in, and then they have you know the score up yeah. in the middle of right above all the players, and as the kicker kicks off, uh, you know the second half, then then all of a sudden the camera just goes through and follows the ball. I thought that was one of the coolest shots. Isn't that cool? Uh, when they when they do those when they when they do that kind of thing, yeah, it's pretty awesome. neat, but. Well, there you go. It's 824 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. GG Inks, screen printing and embroidery. It's 832 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Rent the all-electric Ionic 5 for 28 days. It includes insurance. Try it before you buy it. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, the Mass Pike was closed last night. I'm looking. There's not a lot of local news going on here. You know why? Yeah. Because everybody last night was at home watching the Super Bowl. Even your most hardened criminals, even your the worst dregs of our local society, and Lord knows there are many of them, they're all inside watching the game. I guess so. Or they're out uh, amongst friends and probably are just waking up right now. 
yeah. or later this afternoon. Or all the uh, the kids that work at the news station said, uh, you know what? Uh, we deserve the night off for Super Bowl. So we're just not coming to work, or we're not going to go do uh, stories. Well, yeah, there's that possibility, there's that too. too. Springfield Mayor Dom Dom is expressing his frustration at the state court system after two suspects were arrested on gun charges with outstanding warrants. Uh, Springfield police arrested Shaquem Grant and Irvin Sanchez. He's a dirty, dirty Sanchez. Well, we don't know that for sure. Well, it could be now. He hasn't showered in a couple of days. After they drove by officers at high speed, they found a gun under the car's passenger seat. Grant has an active warrant uh, out for his arrest, and Sanchez is out on bail after a previous firearm charge. Uh, Dom Dom is uh, criticizing what he describes as a revolving door. You know what? I can slam a revolving door. How about that? <laughs> it's not easy to do. This revolving door in the court system that claims uh, that uh, I am claiming allowing violent f- offenders to continue to cause trouble for our city residents. Don't hmm. you cross me. I will cross you. <laughs> yeah, you would think that uh, some people would be shaking in their boots with that kind of uh, threat. Yeah, well, again, this is just another one of these uh, examples of uh, how people are being let back out on bail when they've committed crimes that maybe they shouldn't have been let go for. Well, that's always uh, that's always yeah. true. Uh, medical marijuana patients in Connecticut are getting worried after some say they can't find the products that they need. Uh, WFSB spoke with one patient out of Bristol who relies on medical marijuana CBD oil, but since those recreational sales started back in January... She hasn't been able to find what she needs. This is a bad thing for a lot of people, and this is scary for a lot of people, Amy Warren. Amy has epilepsy, multiple sclerosis, and even won a battle with cancer. I've been clean of cancer with a simple lumpectomy for having breast cancer. I attribute it to this medication. She has been using CBD oil since it became legal in Connecticut. She says it's uh, extremely effective in controlling epilepsy. Uh, but truly sent out a statement over the weekend saying we are painfully aware of the limited product inventory across the state of Connecticut right now and are working closely with all our producers and growers to restock our supply as quickly as possible. Don't worry, uh, you are a medical patient. You will always come first. Do not fear, she was told. Uh, Other dispensaries like Fine Fettle in Newington sent out a statement last week saying the medical menu has shrunk and is lacking uh, options uh, patients are used to seeing. And that's and that's due to just a lack of supply. Well, it, so here's probably what happened. Uh, again, uh, it's not like you can get marijuana shipped in from other places or product in from other places because you can only grow it probably in the state of Connecticut. Probably just like here. Yeah. So when you open up your sales to recreational, you probably are using a lot of that to sell your product. It's the same stuff. Yeah. The difference between medical and recreational here is the taxes. You don't pay taxes if you have a medical card. Right. Um, but isn't it interesting though? Yeah. That uh, that the supply chain issues that are that that are existing are the same exact supply chain issues that are affecting regular pharmaceuticals. Yeah. Like these shortages. There have been shortages for months on on certain medications that if you need them you're it's it's like really hard to find them why is that is that because of the lack of supply from all the ingredients that go into the drugs or is that because they don't have enough people to make the drugs it's it's kind of a combination of a lot of things yeah like for example uh, not that long ago albuterol 
uh, inhalers, uh, the, the, the solution that goes into the inhalers, there was a there was a shortage. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're uh, wheezing and hacking because you can't breathe because you're uh, <laughs> and you need your inhaler, yeah, right. you know, then what are you supposed to do? You know, these are the kinds of things that uh, that were happening. Adderall was another one. Yeah, there was a national shortage on on that. You got all these people who all of a sudden got really, really, you know, really, yeah. really upset. Because you couldn't find your Adderall. Uh, TSA officials say a woman from Connecticut was arrested after bringing her loaded gun through a TSA security checkpoint. Was that a mistake? Was that wrong? I Had I known. Plead, I have to plead ignorance here. I've never heard that you can't bring weapons through an airport security checkpoint. My bad. The Greenwich woman was not uh, ticketed to fly, but was issued a gate pass to escort a minor through the checkpoint and to their gate. Authorities say a loaded 22 caliber handgun was located in her purse after an X-ray unit alerted on the uh, carry-on bag. Uh, the weapon was loaded with nine bullets, including one in the chamber. Ooh, that's not good. The uh, woman was arrested a short time later by the New York Port Authority police. She now faces a penalty of up to $15,000 for carrying weapons through airport security. This was the first firearm detected during security screenings at JFK Airport this year. Hey, that's a pretty good record. I guess. It's been a month and 13 days since our last gun find. (laughs) Either someone's not doing their job or people are finally putting their guns away. They should put those little signs up there. Uh, It's been zero days since our last gun find. (laughs) A total of seven firearms were were located on carry-on baggage in airports in JFK during uh, 2022. Police have arrested uh, three people after an early morning fight inside of a hookah lounge on Broad Street in Manchester, Connecticut. Police say they responded to the Empire Hookah Lounge just before 3 a.m. for a report of an active fight. Prior to their arrival, police were informed that four individuals had entered a vehicle and flashed a gun as they fled. Officers located the vehicle and initiated a traffic stop. 23-year-old Richard Ortiz and 31-year-old Wesley Vasquez Santana, both of Meriden, were arrested as a result. Both were found to be illegally in possession of a firearm. Another occupant, 22-year-old Desmond Davis, was found to have two active warrants for his arrest and handed over to Newington police. Ortiz was charged with breach of peace, reckless endangerment, threatening criminal possession of a firearm, illegal possession of large-capacity magazines, and is currently being held on a grand total of $250,000. Come on down, Mr. Ortiz. You're the next contestant on The Price is Right. Estimated retail value of defending yourself in court with a public defender? Oh, $45,000, which you will be sharing with Vasquez Santana. All right, Mr. Vasquez, would you like to make a, uh, a bet on our prison showcase? Uh, I'm gonna go with, and then you got like other, like other, other suspects. Are, no, forty-five thousand, forty-six thousand. No, go, two hundred eighty-three thousand dollars. Uh, five hundred and one, Drew. <laughs> Actual retail prices: five hundred and one. You won the showcase too. <laughs> I'm sorry. They just come across as uh, being those, you know, like it's a game show. And that, like they've been carefully selected to participate. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, this, is the, this is becoming a daily thing now. The U.S. military shot down another high-altitude object yesterday, possibly another Chinese spy balloon, but we don't know. To be clear, we're not talking about the one they shot down over Canada on Saturday. This was a fourth one they shot down over Michigan. 
Here's what uh, here's what we know, which still isn't a lot. <clears throat> We've now shot down four high-altitude objects in just over a week, including three in the last three days. The first was the Chinese spy balloon that landed on the Atlantic off South Carolina. The second was something uh, the size of a small car that was shot down over the northeast of Alaska on Friday. And that one was lower, about 40,000 feet up. On Saturday, a third object was shot down over the Yukon in Canada. It was uh, fairly close to where the second one was. The U.S. and Canada coordinated on it, but a U.S. plane ultimately took it down. The fourth one was shot down over Lake Huron yesterday afternoon. The uh, Air Force and National Guard handled that one. Would you like, like to ride down my beautiful spy balloon? Would you like to shoot down my beautiful balloon? He can go to my we can spy! Up, up and away, my beautiful, my beautiful spy balloon! Airspace over Michigan was briefly shut down to protect flights. It was actually uh, spotted on radar a day earlier over Montana. Officials said it was a uh, first a uh, radar an- anomaly, but now the Pentagon says it was the same object they op- ultimately destroyed over Michigan. Hold on. So we can spy. Up and away, my beautiful, my beautiful spy balloon. the fifth dimension i do too you know what it is what always had the hots for marilyn mccoo that was a beautiful woman in her day i uh i like uh was that the age of aquarius people right they did that one too uh yes they did this do is that. the yeah. dawning of the age of aquarius oh yes yeah. there we go <laughs> Good stuff, man. Good, uh, good stuff. Uh, people online are joking it's aliens. The term UFO is being tossed around a lot since it's technically what they are. But if it's aliens, it's been very slow and a very low-tech invasion so far. I don't think it's UFOs. You don't think so? I don't think so. <laughs> All right. I got something else to tell you about. Okay. But we'll do the Entertainment Tonight radio effect, and I'll tell you about it coming up. <laughs> it's... uh. It's sunny today with a high of 50. It's 32 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Your current job is... 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 851 and Van Halen with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Sunny today with a high of 50. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 49. It's 32 right now in downtown Springfield.
You know, uh, some serious theft happened recently. Oh, yeah? You ready for this I'm one? ready. Yep. Catalytic converter theft in the valley put the bite on one of America's most famous hot dogs overnight. Those driving the 27-foot-long Oscar Mayer Wienermobile say it was stolen in a hotel parking lot not too far from Flamingo in Paradise. Ryan Matthey gets into the messy details. The Oscar Mayer Wienermobile was just looking to catch up with Las Vegas this weekend, but what was once cooking underneath it was stolen, joining an already stuffed problem in the valley. It was here overnight that those driving the 27-foot-long meal on wheels woke up to some stalled buns. The hot dog was right here. Yeah, exactly right here. Bensky off Hacienda and Decatur towed it here. Imagine like a huge gigantic hot dog in the middle of your bay. Bart's administrator, Joseph Rodriguez, says not only was the catalytic converter stolen, but so was everything leading up to it. There's like gaskets there that you, you need to reseal the, uh, the converter. And then there's sensors all along that area to regulate the heat and temperature of the system. Those are all gone as well. They, they pair that apart to get to what they want. The car park containing precious metals used to filter out harmful exhaust emissions into safe gases, sawed off and illegally sold for thousands. They literally just sawed off, yeah. take it, yep. run. Yep, absolutely. A growing problem nationwide. In Las Vegas, Metro Police yeah. reporting over 2,600. They go into the, uh, you know, right. nitty gritty about the stats of the <clears throat> Catalytic converter thefts, but the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. What kind of rat bastard do you gotta be? Let me ask you this: yeah. What is it about? Uh, what is it about the human condition that makes us think that what we really need, when it comes to crimes, uh, perpetuate against a iconic vehicle like the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile? Like we gotta come up with a million different hot dog puns to make everybody feel like I'm doing my job? Yeah, I don't get it. This is serious stuff. You got a college intern making making uh, like uh, $15 an hour, getting college uh, credit to drive around in a giant sausage on wheels, and all you can do is crack a few hot dog jokes? This is serious business. What's inside of that thing? I've actually been inside of it. You have? Yeah, I knew a kid that- Do they that, cook hot dogs inside? No, 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 no. So, so I knew a, a kid that got yeah. that job as a, like a summer job, mm-hmm. and actually, it's a good job. Um, it's, it's like, uh, they all that was in there were like uh, a couple of seats and boxes of Oscar Mayer, uh, wiener whistles yeah. and t-shirts. So it's just a promotional item. Purely, emo- uh, yeah, promotional. There's no like beds in there, like no. a camper. Uh... Uh, not that I rec- can recall. I mean, I'm sure you could probably put a sleeping bag down there and you'd be all set, but it was a to- great, great what, summer job. What about a toilet? Is there a toilet in there? No, you have to uh, literally pull your wiener over to the side of the road. <laughs> it came out that way, and I didn't mean to insult anyone who has ever driven the wiener, but uh, yes. <laughs> Is it the word wiener you're going to problem with? Man, that's who gets me. Guess gets me right there. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. Listen, there's some words that that get me too, but uh, yeah. apparently a wiener is the one for you. <laughs> 
Oh, man. What a, a belly full of laughs this show is. Oh, man. Every day. Every day. Every day. It's, uh, oh, look at the time. It's eight, almost 8.57 with Bax and Nagel uh, on Rock yeah. 102.